Hello, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Direct Input Podcast. Today is Monday, July 2nd, in the year 2018. Happy summer to everybody. Holy shit, is it hot out there. We had some uh, incredibly frigid, sub-fucking-zero temperature to start the year in January. It was like a sustained week of, like, negative five temperature, and now we're in the mid-90s for, uh, I think, our fifth day in a row. And, um, I don't know if I miss it or not. <laughs> I don't know. The winter kind of bums me out. I won't, I won't lie. I mean, I, I've learned to live with it. I've signed on. I'm a New Englander. Uh, but, the, you know, the long-standing periods of darkness and such do kind of fucking bring me down and fuck with my mood. So, you know, it's nice to have a little extra sunshine. It's about a quarter of nine right now. And, um, we're finally seeing a sunset to my west. Which is quite alright tonight. Oh! <laughs> uh, lots have been going on. I've been really busy and a little bit behind on following up with a recap. Um, I know I, I label this as a uh, spring check-in or what have you not. Um, but it's basically um, recapping everything that occurred in the spring. And uh, it was definitely a very, very busy period for me. Uh, April and May had a lot of content uh on top of that too i finished up school uh for the semester which was grueling to say the least um you know i think i hit on a little bit in the, in the uh, last check-in but essentially i was working about 80 hours a week there and it just really fucking grind me down um so now that school's not here currently doing about 60 hours a week so it's a little uh a little bit different it's a little change of pace but got plenty going on been making more time for family of course um so yeah you know i even i actually had to go to a funeral about a week and a half ago and uh kind of threw some some uh a little delay on when i was hoping to originally do something i get a little update out there but what can you do i also took a took a couple nights off from just going to shows i kind of needed that just you know i i'm probably going to about three or four concerts a month and um you know i mean it's not like i'm working at a bar or something it's not even like i'm on tour it's just you know kind (laughs) of when i'm doing these podcasts now walking around and interviewing people it's you know it's a little different experience than booking somebody to sit down for a half hour or so and um, in order to get content, you definitely got to go out there and fucking pursue it a little bit more vigorously, as they say. <laughs> uh, but then again, too, you never really know what you're going to get. And um, this this whole season, which I don't like calling podcasts. Well, I don't want this podcast to have a season. I mean, some podcasts do seasons, but uh, I don't do that. It's just a date and, you know, the number. And that's where we are in that place and time. I'm drinking fucking uh, night shift light beer, by the way, which is um, currently my favorite light beer. So, also marijuana is uh, legal today in Massachusetts. Um, or yesterday, July first, I believe it's finally occurred. Even though the government, uh, local governments, are pretty much preventing um, anybody from, uh, well, you know, merchants from pretty much selling it. Uh, you know, whatever. At least you can smoke weed now. Uh, and hopefully not get hassled by cops as much. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's cool. 
They also announced that minimum wage is going to be fifteen dollars an hour in Massachusetts in uh, about four years' time, twenty twenty-two. So uh, that's fucking interesting to me. Christ, you know, getting out of high school twenty years prior. At that point, I graduated two thousand two. It's like, geez, that's like basically double the the fucking minimum wage in uh, twenty years' time. Yeah, crazy, huh? Well, what can you do? I'm gonna keep working my nuts off and all that much. So. Here we are. So let's talk about what's uh, recently gone down the podcast. As I said, pretty much everything here. Actually, I'm looking over my screen. I had one sit down this time around. Uh, but ultimately, since Ralph's Rock Diner has uh, implemented the pool table upstairs, and which in turn has uh, eliminated the merchandise area, the original merchandise area, and therefore remove two couches. Um, I can't just sit down up there. I did. I did one episode with Apollyon, and uh, I I didn't really like the vibe of that couch because uh, the other couches there are like that circular shape, and everybody's kind of there, like looking at each other. When you just have dudes like sitting against the wall, it's not very intimate, you know, for the band at least. Nothing against Apollyon. I, I don't know if the, any main bands are truly intimate to begin with, but you know, you know what I mean. It's like just sort of like this whole thing where like fucking you got people up against the wall. I just I don't know. I didn't like the vibe of it. So I've pretty much had to adapt to um, roaming around and just interviewing people on the fly like this now, and I feel pretty comfortable, comfortable and confident in it. Uh, it, it. It took me a while to really sort of. Uh, get to that point. I mean, mainly because I think the, the Iron Maiden one I did about this time last year at the Great Woods parking lot was kind of the first of its kind where I just roamed around and shit. Uh, so, you know, basically fucking... I never know what I'm walking into. I don't think guests do either. People don't know what the fuck is going on when it's just me fucking, you know, fucking smashing people with a fucking microphone out of my pocket. You know, it's just like... All right, we're doing it, you know, just asking questions and shit. And I don't know, but basically, it in the end, I really feel that the concept of direct input podcast kind of came full circle in itself, where it's just the questions I'm asking aren't that complicated or, like, fucking, you know, philosophical. It's just basic shit. Like, you know, what, what the hell does your band name mean? And uh, quite often... You know, there's pretty interesting responses uh, that occur. You know, when I'm, I'm bluntly fucking telling people that their band is the uh, musical equivalent of fucking whatever, you know, they, that name is. So, you know, it, it's a little bit different. I got to tell you, though, the first one I did, which was D, um, what's it, Dip, Dip 69. What's that, Dip? I love that, Dip. <laughs> so number 69 essentially uh, is at the Palladium for uh, the Worcester Palladium for the Metal and Hardcore Festival. New England Metal and Hardcore Festival, mind you. It was the 20th anniversary this year. And this is a fest that I've been going to since high school. Yeah, high school. Fucking 20 years ago. I didn't I didn't make it out to, like, I think the second or third one. The first time they had a metal fest, it was a wee lad. And I took the train into the city on a, on a Thursday or a Friday down the Lansdowne Street to a gay bar that was called Club Karma. And I saw a punk band called Cox Bar, which is a fucking crucial band for me. 
and no regrets. That was an amazing show. Fucking no puns intended about a, a gay bar and Coxbear and all that shit. But yeah, you know, I'm just fucking you're a young child, <laughs> fucking like fourteen or fifteen year old kid, fucking taking a fucking train from Framingham, you know, getting dropped off in fucking downtown Framingham and take that in, you know, it's a little different. But, uh, yeah, so that's why I didn't see the first Metal of Hardcore Fest with, uh, uh, fucking Morbid Angel and Deicide and, um, Cannibal Corpse. Fucking, that was tons of bands that I couldn't tell you about. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so I didn't get, get to my first one maybe until about 2000 or, uh, 2001. I can't remember the, year. But anyways, a lot of people there. Didn't get to talk to too many bands. I talked to a band from uh, Dallas, Texas called I Am. And a couple of the guys in Misery Index were cool because I know them well, you know, well enough. I've known Jason Nelleton for, uh, since 1998, I believe. And Blue. Blue was there with Fit for an Autopsy. And that was a fun interview. So a lot of characters there. A lot of fans. A lot, a lot of fucking fans there that I just walked up to. People dressed like fucking squids. <laughs> fucking a lot of people into the Carnifex. Which is a band that I've I haven't seen that band in a long time, probably about ten years or so. Um, back when they toured Despised Icon, I think it's the last time I saw them, they toured Naraxis too. So yeah, but they're they're doing big things, big things. Every kid was there to see Carnifex. Hell chose them, as they say. Well, they, Hell chose me. I, I don't know. I'm not into the Carnifex too much. I, I wasn't hip with the lingo, but. You can. You can be hip with the lingo. You can listen to that episode and take it all in there. Fucking um, moving on to episode number 70 was the return of Mr. Andrew Paquita, the renowned tattoo artist. Fucking one of my favorite people to talk to by far. Fucking do yourself a favor. You ever want to get yourself a tattoo, certainly check out Andrew. You ever want to experience what it's like to get a tattoo? Well, half of it is sitting there talking to the dude for fucking a good chunk of time. And, uh, yeah, it's a good two-hour block that we do. A lot of uh, talk regarding movies, uh, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, um, obscure heavy metal, you know, everything like that. I did an interview with him the year prior, and I definitely thought it was one of the, the strongest, easier podcasts that I've had to do. Because Andrew can talk, you know, just about as well as anybody else. You know, he can really carry a conversation and... Uh, he doesn't talk as well as everybody else. He talks better than most people. What am I saying? Jesus. Fucking hot. <laughs> Fucking hot sell over here. Mr. Paquita is a top-notch guest. That's the bottom line. So I am more than happy to accommodate him and fucking uh, make time to talk to, to Mr. Paquita. So definitely hit that one up. Lots going on there. Um, episode number 71. This is a big one. Big fucking episode. With um, Bloody Incantation, Scafism, members of Scafism, Alex Fuel, the drummer, who was featured in a prior episode. Couple of dudes from fucking Demolich, they pop in there. Garroted, the Young Guns and Garroted, they're in there. They're fucking jacked up after the show. That's, that episode was tracked, half of it's the, like before the show even starts, before doors are even open, and then the other half is like basically as soon as the fucking band's done playing, and you know, people aren't even done buying merch yet, just walking around talking people, people are hammered, 
Kevin Owens fucking hammered in that. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> fucking Mardavor. Mardavor was hammered in that. Fucking, they were doing uh, karaoke downstairs. Uh, well, on the patio that night. Fucking walked right into the middle of that. Interviewed DJ Matt Ah. Talked a little karaoke. And um, that, w- that was good. That was good. Fucking blood incantation. A little confrontational in the, in the interview there. None of the guys wanted to talk to begin with. And the one fellow that did talk really didn't want to talk. <laughs> a couple of one-word, two-word answers. I don't even know if there was punctuation in there. I, I couldn't tell. It was so quick. It was so rapid fire. Oh, shit. Rapid fire. Fucking. I saw Judas Priest. Fucking. I can't remember if I talked about it in the last one. Fuck, that was awesome. Rapid fire tour. Anyways. Direct Input Podcast. Dip number 71. That episode right there with... Blood Incantation, Scapism, and Demolich actually has the last bit of audio I ever have of Josh Martin talking, which is fucking mind-blowing for me. Um, Josh Josh Martin's the former guitar player of Anal Cunt. He's been featured twice on the podcast. Uh, by far, probably the most popular guest I've ever had. His episode where he recapped heckling Gene Simmons as Gene Simmons was getting the fucking key to the Providence, or East Providence, where the fuck he was getting it. And Josh stands up there and just fucking ripped into the dude and went viral because of it. I mean, I, you know, it's fucking incredible audio, folks. And uh, Josh died tragically. Josh fucking fucking died. There's no other way to put it. You know, it's, he's gone. And it's weird because he was still... Kind of like in his mid forties, I don't know. Fucking, I'm I'm still stunned. And if you haven't heard, he he actually fell off of an escalator at, at the Providence Place Mall and fucking, you know, pretty much, you know, didn't recover. And there's no way of recovering. But um, fucking awful. I don't know. I can't. I'm you know I can't just drum up sorrow. It's just kind of a mind boring, mind blowing thing for me. And you know I feel like a fucking schmuck even just you know mellowing around talking about it. Um, you know I even said earlier that I went to a funeral earlier um, about a week and a half ago for a, a sibling of an old bandmate whose sibling passed with heroin. And you know it's I never really know what to say in instances like that, other than that you fucking care. And uh, I'm just there to support family if I can. Um, regarding Josh, I'm happy that I was able to capture probably like three and a half hours of him talking in all his glory. And I'm just happy that I can at least kind of preserve a part of his memory that many of us love and will cherish for years to come. And, you know, I think that's a great thing about podcasts and just audio you know, archival audio in general is that at least you can fucking experience people and in their prime form, and uh, they never they never really die in that sense because they live on. You know what I mean? So anyway, I'm gonna take a take a sip of beer here. All right, hey, Josh would have called me a fag for not <laughs> for not chugging at all. <laughs> all right, moving on. Not to bring you all down, but I do want to wrap uh, the rest of these episodes up before I rant a little bit more. Episode 72 occurred out in Agawam, Massachusetts. Have you ever been to Agawam? I haven't. I had no fucking reason to go there other than to see Dehumanized. 
and Dehumanize is one of the greatest death metal bands of all time to me. Fucking probably, I don't know, top three fucking New York death metal. Top three. I mean, like New York City death metal. Skinless is kind of his own class. Cannibal Corpse is his own thing. But that NYC DM, Dehumanize is there for me. Dehumanize, Mortician, Malignancy. Maybe suffocation instead of, I don't know. Well, I guess it would have to suffocation, but whatever. It's dehumanized, baby. <laughs> fucking one of the baddest bands on the planet. I love those dudes, and fucking, it, I don't know, it's just a real treat to fucking talk to them. We set up in the middle of a, a VFW packing lot. It's a VFW called The Tank out in Agawam. There's literally a massive fucking tank out there. And, uh, yeah, just shut the shit. Not a real PC band. Uh, the dude from Swan Enemy, Sal, fucking, he, he was there. He fucking popped in, so I got him on tape, too. I'm acting like a fucking idiot calling his band fucking Swan Enemy. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's, it's, it's good to have. I, I love Dehumanized. And, uh, I haven't really had anybody straight up from, like, New York City on here. Especially, Dehumanized is a cool band because we toured Europe with them with Abnormality. So, we kind of have this... Uh, you know, a bond where we can, you know, break each other's balls just the right, just the right way, you know, and, uh, you know, no harm, no foul type shit. It's just fun. It's just fun shit. What do you want me to say about that? Moving on to episode number 73. We have four bands that I was quite unfamiliar with. They are Epicenter, Graves Harbor, Graveborn, and Conforza. And that was at a Metal Thursday um, back in June. A lot of the technical metal. A lot of the, uh, I don't know if you would call it the, the gent, so to say. Uh, very progressive sound. Very, uh, you know, what have you not. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of extra strings on the guitars. A lot of lights in your face and all that, you know. Fucking, it, it was good, you know. Fucking, uh, the, the episode itself, I think, is actually a fucking riot. I think it's one of the, the funniest ones I've done this year, by far, actually. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's some, <laughs> there's some fucking silly questions. Like I was saying earlier about the, the whole concept, I mean, it's not like there really is a concept, but it's direct input. It's just fucking, you know... I'm at, you know, Graves Haver is the name of the band. Apparently, that's the fucking, uh... It's a, you know, a fucking harbor out in fucking, like, Oregon or some shit where, like, sea lions fucking gather. And it's like, so what, your fucking band sounds like a bunch of fucking sea lions croaking, you know, on the fucking beach? Jesus Christ, it sounds terrible. <laughs> but they were swell guys. And, you know, in the end, fucking, we can all laugh together. Have a good old time and laugh together, huh? <laughs> all right, number 74 features... Bring Out Your Dead, a young band from Marlboro, Marlboro, Massachusetts. And also Goblet from fucking Pittsfield, way the fuck out there, Pittsfield. As well as the band Stonecutters from Kentucky. So yeah, fucking live reading this shit off my screen like some sort of fucking derelict right now. Fucking, you think it sounds natural or what? Fucking terrible. Jeez. This is a good episode though. Goblet was fucking a riot to talk to. And I could have talked to them all day, probably. And that was all good. And fucking, you know, the ball, you know, all that stuff's there. It's fucking a little ball breaking here and there. Stonecutters is a cool band, too. That was that was one of the better Metal Thursdays I've seen this year. 
um, you know, I've seen Goblet a handful of times, but Bring Out Your Dead and Stone Cutters, that was the premiere time I've seen each of them. And, you know, I wasn't blown away, but I, would, I wasn't disappointed at all. And actually, I had my fucking attention on them more than anything else. Uh, Bring Out Your Dead, I think, is a very promising band from Massachusetts. Um, they're from Marlboro. We need more Marlboro bands. That's where Adam the Malady's from. Of course, Crypto was from there. And uh, it's a good, good fucking area. I'm not going to lie. It's, I mean, it's... It's one of the more central locations you could be in New England. Um, you know, next to Worcester, literally. It's, but, you know, fucking, you're in between, you know, Worcester's 20 minutes. Boston's fucking a half hour, 40 minutes probably. You know, Manchester's fucking probably just under a fucking an hour. Then Providence is about 45 minutes. So you're dead not central there. Fucking, I don't know. That's a young band. I don't know if they're all over 21. And uh, they're definitely doing thrash metal that kind of put things in perspective of where how old I am because it sounded a lot sort of like uh, stuff that was going on around 2000, 2001, 2002. And it's interesting to consider for me that there's so many bands now with younger people who are like, in that, like, that's what was new, like, when they were fucking born, you know what I mean? I, I, I think 2010 was a huge year for death metal because it really shifted away from triggers and, and the brutal guttural and everything like that, and it was definitely been a resurgence in more primitive fucking style death metal. But when you stop and think about shit, that was eight years ago, and there's kids now who are fucking... 22 playing who were you know that stuff was brand fucking new in 14 when when they were 14 so it's it's just it's weird <laughs> i didn't have the 2000s the early 2000s the turn of the century or whatever you want to call it was just an odd time for for metal and um it was just an odd time it's an odd time. One of the coolest bands I remember, though, from around that era, 2003, was a band called Sublime Cadaveric Decomposition. And no shit. They actually played fucking O'Brien's. Fucking from metal uh, just after they played Maryland Death Fest this year. They came up with a, uh, another French band called Pulmonary Fibrosis. And they were on... The, the, those two bands, those two French bands, were on tour with Viscera Infest from Japan who also appeared on the podcast. And that is easily the worst interview I've ever fucking done on this fucking podcast. Um, it, you know, Visser Infest did not really speak English at all, and uh, I'm just a blithering fucking idiot with them, you know. The best fucking audio I had of them. Well, you didn't get the audio. I would have fucking played it for you. But, um, you know, it was like in between bands or some shit, and they were drinking Narragansett beer. So I was like, like, hey, fucking Narragansett, you watch movies, guys, you know, you watch movies. And they're like, oh, movies, no. I'm like, no, they don't, they don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So I showed him a picture of, of Quint from Jaws, you know, the, the great Captain Quint of, of the movie Jaws, drinking and crushing the Narragansett beer can. And these fucking, these Japanese fellas immediately made the connection. It was, oh, just me! Like, they fucking figured it out immediately. Just me! Fucking, they were geeking out about the fucking, the Narragansett beer. It was, it, it was like one of the coolest, like, translation moments I've ever pulled off, ever. 
I wish I had audio of it, but that's my recreation. I don't want to sound like I'm fucking making fun of Japanese people, but that's, you know, that's how they sounded. Jules Bill! It was like, ah, oh, I was so into it. It was so cool. <laughs> that was like a sick show, though. This Viscerin Fest band, you know, all these people are getting on their backs doing this cockroach mosh, and, um, you know, I think it's silly. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to, you know, I don't need to impress, uh, you know, prove myself to anybody doing this fucking cockroach mosh. Uh, but, you know, th- I mean, the whole deal is that this band's playing a 300 BPM blast beat. Blast, blast Pete. Blast Pete. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The singer of Pellerary just gets blasted. Fucking no. <laughs> no, the Blast Pete. 300 BPMs, kid. Fucking, it's like the fastest in the history of civilization or some shit, you know? Like, nobody goes faster than this. Nobody can. It's out of control. And, you know? So everybody's like trying to, you can't headbang to 300 BPM. So they'll get in the back and fucking wiggle their extremities like they're fucking doing a 300 BPM blast beat, just like the drummer. And, uh, you know, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of funny to see. I'm not going to lie. You know, it's, it's not exactly worth the price of admission. The band fucking rips. The band fucking rips. And I, I think it's a little unfortunate that they're only, well, like, many people are writing them off just for this cockroach moss shenanigan you know this whole gimmick you know it's just it's it's definitely silly but i don't know it's grindcore we it's fuck you know, is it supposed to be serious you know let's just have fun here fuck anyways yeah uh mucophagus was on mucophagus <laughs> i can't fucking say that band name mucophagus they they uh they were featured as well and i've known them guys for years i want to get them i could probably spend a fucking fair hour with each member of that band just because fucking, you know, I've known them long enough, I guess. I'm getting fucking text messages here. Fucking adding all this fucking trade drama about the fucking Celtics and the fucking Lakers. Fucking cousins and salts. Jesus Christ. I can't pay attention to that. Can't pay attention to that. Um, so, yeah, that was episode 75. Pulmonary fibrosis, sublime cadaver decomposition, viscera infest. And mucophagus. How many fucking syllables did I just say there? Jesus Christ. That's. Man, I mean, I think if fucking songs are shorter than that fucking. That whole fucking episode listing there. Fucking pulmonary fibrosis. Fuck. That guitar player died too. Like. Like a week or two after he got back from the toy. Died. Guy Fred. I didn't really have any audio of him. Uh, th- there's a brief moment where I'm. T- I was telling the fucking drummer of. of, of um. SCD, uh, <laughs> I fucked up a joke bad because I, I, I was telling them that fucking one of the great uh, French thinkers of our time is uh, Jean Pierre, who battled the great Ricky Bobby in, in Talladega, and he didn't know what I was talking about. And fucking, and uh, yeah, I don't know. You gotta hear it. I, I, I thought his name was fucking Jean Pierre, but it's really Jean Gerard. But it turns out that fucking uh, a Jean-Pierre, I think I call him like a Jean-Pierre Pierre or some shit like that. And they were like, oh, that's actually a small ham in France. It's a Jean-Pierre. It's fucking, that's what it is. I'm like, wow. So he's really just a ham. Fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, it is what it is. Fuck. You know, the content fucking came. That was like shit, like six episodes? I felt like there was more. I felt like there was more. I'm not going to lie. No, like I said, I'm doing all these Roman fucking interviews now, and um, I don't necessarily, uh, even if I do go to a show, I don't always feel like just 
whipping out a microphone and fucking breaking balls, you know? It's like, I kind of just want to go there and relax and sometimes not talk to many people. How about that? Oh, <laughs> you know? Fucking, um, I, I didn't really go to too many shows other than that. I did go see Perdition Temple down at dusk with um, Garotted, who has a new drummer with Mr. Yanni playing drums with them. Fucking fantastic addition. Expect big things from Garotted for years to come. And don't miss out on them. The, the new album of Damnation and Abyssal, Abyssal Terrors is available from the Time One Records distro, where you can buy it from the band online or at a show. There's a handful of shows coming up from those guys. Um, lots of shows coming up in July, though. Lots of shows. Um, got, got Cognitive this week. Um, fucking Deceased on Saturday. Uh, next week's fucking, um, how do you say that? Here's Sriracha, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> Here's Sriracha. I don't know. <laughs> fucking New Zealand band. Antichrist Seed Machine. Um, you know, CX is in Europe right now. They're coming back home in August. They're going to fucking tear the place apart. Uh, throat's coming in fucking August. There's a bunch of stuff. I'm going to be cooking for a wedding and fucking at the end of August up in Maine. How about that, huh? Big responsibility. Very sacred, sacred tradition here. <laughs> um, yeah, fucking finished the Abnormality album. I don't know when it's going to be out. <laughs> um, I'm hoping sometime at this point. We had to push back a little bit. And I think it's going to be out in 2019. Don't quote me on that. But I think 2019. I... I think Metal Blade really likes what they have, and I think they want to certainly kind of hype this one up a little bit more, and it does deserve some more hype than what we uh, than anything else that we've done because we broke our fucking nuts on this album. I, I think everybody in Abnormality had a nervous breakdown to to a certain extent throughout the past few months of uh, writing and recording this album, and I don't think I could tell you the uh, the title yet. I don't think I can do that. Ugh. <laughs> Maybe next episode I'll be able to tell you. But yeah, there's a lot going on there. And uh, I'm excited to tell you about it, but now is not the right time. Can't do that to you. Can't do it to everybody involved. Can't do that. Just a lot going on. A lot going on. And uh, bottom line, though, this is the nastiest album we've ever done as a band. And I'm just fucking so happy to be a part of it. That's the bottom line. So yeah, fucking looking to be touring, probably hopefully touring, uh, maybe in the fall, maybe. I thought we'd be out in the summer, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Well, what can you do? What can you know. But anyways, yeah, enough of the vague booking. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um. So yeah, fucking. I don't know. I mean, what else is there to talk about? We got legal weed now. Um. You know, a couple last weekend, two weekends ago, I went up to fucking. Um, well, actually, my friends from uh, Quebec came down from Montreal. Fucking Yana Marie, and as well as Rob and Jean Pierre. Fucking, uh, if you guys remember Naraxis, Yan Tiel, and Rob Milley, um, the the long long running motherfuckers behind Naraxis. We've always been very good friends after the band is uh, after we stopped working together and after the band stopped being the band, we've still maintained a really good friendship. 
and um, it was Jan's birthday, so he came down, camped out in my in-laws' field, fucking pitched a tent, fucking. I fucking ha- I cooked some of the worst barbecue I think I've ever cooked in my life. I'm ashamed to fucking say it. Like I had to cook on a gas grill, and I just fucking obliterated everything. Like the fucking bits, bro. Like it, it was the worst fucking cooking I've ever done. <laughs> I'm like fucking ashamed. I had to laugh at it. It was just it was so embarrassing. It was so douche chilling. Like how bad I cooked, and it was all because of a fucking gas grill that just burns out of control. Fucking, oh, fucking, oh, it was just awful. Just awful. Fucking, I'm fucking, je suis très désolé, mon frère. Fucking, very sorry to fuck up the barbecue. That, uh, it was like two nights in a row, too. That's what's worse. <laughs> but anyways, fucking, um, yeah, guy. The re- One of the big reasons Jan came down was the local brewery in the town of Spencer, Massachusetts, which is where I live, is actually... An old monastery, and it's the only place outside of Europe where they make Trappist beer. It's right here in this fucking town that I live in. <laughs> and so they have an open house once a year, and everybody gets, you know, the general public gets to go up to this fucking sacred ground and and uh, basically walk yourself around the brewery, get some free samples. We got some, uh, at the time, it was like the first release of... The American IPA, which is entitled Juicy. That's right, Juicy. <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> but yeah, fucking, uh, it was a good beer. Very good beer. And I don't know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very proud to call the Spencer Trappist Monks my local brewery. Uh, yeah, I know it might be a little expensive, but, uh, geez, Spencer's not exactly the most expensive town. <laughs> so it's, you know... Uh, fucking, it's kind of a shitty area. I mean, like, just a little bit past where I live. It's kind of a shitty area. And, uh, yeah, not a lot of good things going on around around here. But somebody in the NFL now is fucking from Spencer. And there's some chick in the WWE who is, like, a SmackDown champ. I fucking, she's from fucking her, she's from Spencer in real life. But, like, her whole, her old gimmick that she's, like, a Kardashian from Long Island or something like that. I can't remember this chick's name. But, yeah, like, not a lot of things happening out here. So, we got monks making beer. And, um, yeah, I'm proud of that. (laughs) Um, but afterwards, we went up to Treehouse, which is on Route 20. And they were closing early that day. They were closing at, like, 3 o'clock. And we, just happened to get there in time to have um, a pint of beer and you know if anybody goes out to treehouse which i recommend you do you should hit me up because i'll meet you up there we'll have a drink but i'll tell you it's kind of a cult and i, I like it but it's definitely kind of a cult <laughs> uh you know i think they only listen to like eddie vetta up there or some shit like no i'm, I'm serious like i think they only listen to, like pearl jam radio or something um we were there and uh, that like Saturday, and there was some kid playing, and it was like straight up like Rivers Cuomo playing like fucking country music. It w- it was like, it wasn't horrible, but it was just so funny to me because like <laughs> fucking Rivers Cuomo country music. You know, like, this fucking guy, some fucking dork up there, fucking playing fucking country music, and just all these other dorks playing country music too. I'm sure there are some guys. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> But the fuck, it was like Weezer playing country music. It was just, I don't know. I don't know. I like country music that's dangerous. 
You know, and even if it's dangerous, like some of these wholesome motherfuckers, they could still shoot a gun. I don't think any of those dudes shoot guns. I don't think any of those dudes could even fucking fillet a fish, you know? So it's like, yeah, you know, I want country music with attitude. Give me some attitude in my country. <laughs> um, speaking of attitude and country, how about this Donald Trump, huh? <laughs> a lot of exciting things occurring there. Um, I think the most notable... An exciting thing to happen was that the dude went to North Korea and met with Kim Jong-un. Um, however, I got to say, Dennis Rodman kind of stole the thunder. And you got you to gotta get fucking Dennis the Six Man on that one. Fucking, he was the only American to go over there and, and try to fucking work things out, honestly. Um, I don't know if there's good footage of Rodman fucking breaking down and crying on CNN and... He's he's wearing this shirt called Potcoin, which is like this fucking like cannabis like blockchain fucking cryptocurrency or some shit. <laughs> like, but anyways, fucking I don't know. Fucking that was honestly, honestly, that is like seriously like the biggest international fucking diplomatic event probably in my lifetime since like the Berlin Wall coming down. And fucking Trump went over there, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Um, I don't know if he got anything done. You know, it's nice he did it. I mean, he showed up, and we'll see what happens. Um, you know, <laughs> the, these Trump flakes, these these fucking boot-licking fucking Trump flakes out there that are just, you know, defend the guy to the death. These these real Sharia motherfuckers, these Trump flake motherfuckers. My gosh, well, this is what you got to do. He got done. He fucking talked to him and he fucking. Yeah, well, you know what? Fucking he stooped down to the level of a um, fucking psychopathic motherfucker or whatever. You know, just some isolated fucking entitled fucking rich kid that fucking doesn't understand reality. And I'm not sure if Trump's that different. <laughs> fucking, of course he fucking communicated with them. That's the type of person he is. <laughs> okay, so it's like, you know, after years of all these diplomatic approaches of civility and shit, and it's like, you know, the guy's you know, torturing his own people and killing them. And, you know, you take a poster down, they put you in fucking labor camp for fucking 50 years. And, you know... I kind of understand why Obama's not going to be like, oh, I'm glad you're over there talking to him, Dennis. That's great. You know, no, he's not going to just do that. You can't just fucking, you know, can't just jump in like that. So, I don't know. It, it, hey, it, it's good that Trump actually did go there. Come on. You can't fucking lie. That's a good thing he went there. Nobody wants fucking trouble. He wants to just, if you can get him to disarm the weapons, that's fantastic. You got to give the fucking guy credit. You have to. You know? I... I don't know if it's all him. I don't know if it's this Pompeo motherfucker. If he's if he's uh, Pruitt, where the fuck? Who's the Pompeo? He's the fucking guy. Pruitt's the one who's fucking the EPA, I think. But um, you know, it, it, dude, come on, fucking give Trump a little credit on that. You gotta, you gotta. Come on. I wish Obama could have did it. <laughs> I think I wish fucking Bush did it. I wish everybody could have done it. But it was a matter of time. So, you know, you got to give Trump a little credit for making the effort to show up and fucking talk about it and all that. So, whatever. I still think the guy's fucked, though. I think Paul Manafort fucking and Stone and all them guys are going to fucking bring down that ship. I think the attorney's going to fuck it up. Uh, Michael Cohen, you know. Well, I don't think he's going to... F- I, I, I don't think... I think Trump... Cohen's really, truly going to put fucking, you know, the country ahead of that. I really do think that. And, um, 
I think a lot of people around Trump are starting to realize that they want to be on the right side of history. And um, I, I don't know. You know what's fucked up? Is that I still kind of admire the motherfucker. I do admire the, uh, you know, the, the fuck the establishment, you know, uh, attitude and everything, right? Uh, but come on. It's Trump. He is the establishment. It's like, don't tell me the fucking swamp. You know, he's still the same motherfuckers. And you know what's awful, though? It really is awful about this whole thing is that the Republican Party, which is so fucked up, it, it's like, you know, Trump now is basically saying that he wants to fucking have, uh, he really, he apparently is, you know, motioning to have fucking, you know, legalization of marijuana, you know, really kind of rapidly moving to the state level. Um, you know, the speculation that that's just, done to piss off Jeff Sessions or whatever. Uh, but the bottom line is, it's like, this is just weird that the Republican Party now is like fucking suddenly like considering going just pro-weed? Like, that's huge. They, they could fucking win over an entire generation fucking for years to come if they took that stance. And I'm just shocked that they're fucking willing to do that now. Like, you know, the other problem, though, and, and this is a serious fucking issue, is, in my opinion, is is regarding the Supreme Court stuff. And, I, you know, Justice Kennedy is now retiring, and we've yet to see who the, um, whom will be nominated. Um, but these Republicans, yeah, these Republicans are the biggest cocksuckers in the world when it came down to fucking Obama fucking voting to get some motherfucker in there. I mean, fucking from my cold dead finger shit. These guys fucking just stonewalled the guy. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's so petty. It's, it's really hypocritical to me. And it's just unfortunate because, you know, in the end, I don't think that now the way it is, it, you know, it, you know, Trump getting two picks in there. It, it's <laughs> with Kennedy being the swing vote motherfucker. And who knows what will happen. But he had just got the feeling that the Supreme Court's going to be a little right-wing for the next 50 years. And uh, it just defeats the whole purpose of the balance of power. I don't know what the fuck the process is. I mean, how, how the hell are you supposed to be like, oh, we're going to maintain the balance of power every... No, you can't just assess that. It's just... It naturally works its way out that way. Um, but, dude, I don't know. It's a complicated subject. Frankly, I'm not really too into talking politics these days. These people in the right wing are so fucking sensitive, though. And, and, I'm, and I really want to hit on this a little bit more because, again, it's, it's about the Republican Party. What Trump's doing, what I see him doing is fucking killing the Republican Party faster than the fucking Democrats ever could have done. I mean, these fucking Trump flake people are the biggest fucking politically correct social justice warriors going. I'm dead fucking serious. Fucking, these are the motherfuckers protesting fucking, you know, the dumbest shit possible. Fucking, you know, complaining about fucking being, you know, minorities and fucking, and, you know, fucking, you know, trying to cling at whatever sort of entitlement that they fucking, dude, it's just disgusting. It's just weak, cowardly fucking politics. It's just horrible for the fucking country in general, the way that they're fucking acting. You know, I, I just, it's like they're stooping to the level of the fucking Democrats, the left wings, you know, people. It's like they're trying to mimic this whole fucking emotional fucking logic, which, 
you know, I think most Democrats have a pretty sound reason in, in fucking doing that. It, it's just that fucking these right-wing people are fucking trying to, you know, come off like they're like the most oppressed fucking people in the world. And it's like, dude, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> fuck. It's really not that bad. <laughs> like, you know, like, fucking God, you know, they all got fucking bent, bent about fucking, well, you can't call me a Nazi just because of Trump. Fuck. But it's like, you know, these are the people that called fucking Obama, you know, a Nazi fucking for eight years. You know, there's tons of fucking dumb fucking right-wing shit out there fucking with fucking Obama dressed up with a fucking Hitler fucking mustache and fucking all that. All because he bombed Yemen. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, really? Yemen? And then, like, fucking, like, everybody wants to fucking... Ugh. Dude. No fucking bullshit. But, you know, it is what it is. These tariffs that Trump's proposing is interesting. You know, they want to help the little guy. Dude, he's fucking pulling... This is more fucking centralist fucking union pro-labor shit that that has played to the fucking left wing for years. And now Trump suddenly wants to be this fucking champion of the fucking American worker? Come on. Come on. Fucking tariffs. These poor farmers fucking with soy. Soy is the second largest crop in all of America, folks. You got your corn. Corn's in every fucking thing. You know, gee, fucking soda, fucking... I mean, I'm sure my couch is probably made of corn somehow. And you got soy not that far off of it. Now we got all this soy that fucking we can't sell to China because we're going to, you know, they were buying the shit dirt fucking cheap to begin with. And uh, now we're going to jack the price up like fucking 23 or 20. I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm not an economist, but, dude, we'll see how that plays out. Let's see how it plays out. Let's see how the little man in Iowa feels about it when the primaries come up there. Fucking, it's always a, always an interesting occasion. When those primaries start kicking off. So yeah, we're going to be in for a wild run of politics coming up. Because midterm elections will be here. Ooh, by the time I do the next up, uh, update, I'll fucking probably have uh, a take or two about the midterms. We'll see where uh, we'll see where that takes us. The Democrats elected a... Um, in New York, they elected a, a young lady... Um, I apologize, I will fuck up her name, but I think it's uh, Costas Ortez. Uh, she was a former campaign manager for Bernie Sanders, and she was working as a bartender. Single mom, I believe. Maybe I'm wrong on the single mom pet, but um, yeah, bartending. Fucking ran for whatever seat this guy had for like fucking 10 terms, and she fucking beat the guy fucking double digits, like way higher than anybody ever fucking predicted. The left is fucking pissed. And, um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of these Trump flakes, they'll be like, oh, we never, people are protesting. It was never this bad. It was, dude, you know, I, I see more protesting occur when these right wing people, these fucking 14 words motherfuckers, want to show up and fucking, you know, walk around with tiki torches. Fucking, that's worth fucking standing up and saying fuck you about. And, uh, I don't know. Fucking telling Nazis to fuck off is as American as apple pie. Uh, so, I don't know. Fucking. <laughs> no two ways about it, folks. So, yeah. Not sure where to go with this. We're going to probably end it right here. A little off my game tonight. Not going to lie. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm fucking tired. I got, you know, like I say, fucking I've been working my nuts off. And, um. I've definitely been drained with the fucking, you know, finishing off the album was a big thing. Um, 
I'm still working 60 hours a week. The fucking heat this week fucking kicked the shit out of me. But, you know, I've been having some good weekends lately. Oh, actually, I went down to Plain Ridge Casino on fucking Friday and uh, made a little money on the horses there. Fucking, I gotta, I gotta say, I love gambling on horses is, like, fucking my favorite thing now. Like, <laughs> I, I won a, a quick 90 bucks. So I hit the exacto on the Kentucky Derby. It was uh, Justify and then Gronkowski, you know? I mean, what responsible Patriots fan is not going to fucking put money on a horse named Gronkowski? I mean, it's, come on, dude. Like, you got to do that. Fucking. So, uh, yeah, it was great. And, um, yeah. Ah, fuck. I haven't been watching that many sports, honestly. I've been watching fighting a lot, MMA. I just I bought into fucking Fight Pass. I bought a fucking year of Fight Pass. And I fucking love it. <laughs> I, I watched fucking classic shit for like six hours the other night. And... I fucking love it. I just love it. I can't wait for UFC 225 coming up this... No, it was a 226. Whatever. Super fight. I, I fucking get confused. But yeah, super fight's coming. Super fight. Fucking Stipe and DC. Two men that I fought saw fought separately at the Garden. Fucking coming up there. So yeah, that'll be cool. And yeah. But anyways, in the meantime, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to spend it with me. Listen to me ramble. I really hope I entertain you, give you a smile, help you laugh, help you lighten the load for your day, give you a little bright spot in the week, the month, the year, whatever you got to do there. just want to help, you know, that's all I can ask to do. I just want to fucking entertain. Whether I'm a musician, a fucking podcasting, a fucking, you know, doing a record label, a fucking DJing, I just want to fucking entertain just want to fucking give people a good time. I've been depressed. I know it, it fucking sucks. And I don't want you to feel that way. I don't want to feel that way. So, you know, fucking helping people out makes me feel fucking good. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I got to stop saying that. What a jerk off fucking saying. It is what it is. <laughs> but whatever. All right. Hey, thanks for checking this out. I got a mix coming up next. Some stuff that I've been digging for the past few months. And I hope you enjoy. Cheers. <laughs>